ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Tanya Joy Show. We're so glad to have you here today. We have a fantastic show for you, as always. I think we always have fantastic shows for you, but uh, if you're listening, welcome to podcast land. If you are watching on the Blessed News Network, we are so grateful for you. You can download that app if you have not already. You can get it on your phone. You can also get it, I believe, on your smart devices. And they have a brand new um, I'm going to find the name of it so that I can actually say it correct. They have, there's a brand new, almost like an Instagram social media aspect to the network. And it is called blessednewstv.com. So that's something else that you can check out. You can see a lot of content. Some of, of the individuals who have shows on the network, we put little video clips up there, kind of like what you would find on Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or one of those types of places. So be sure to check that out. We are so excited for today's show. As you know, in the world we're living in, we need to learn partly how to be our own boss, right? We need to get out of big corporations that are continuously pushing these woke agendas. And we need to keep creating ways that we can be excited to do our everyday life. We also need to stop putting money into the pockets of the people who are pushing all of these woke agendas trying to erode our rights and our prosperity. They're making us poor and dependent on the government in the process, right? A lot of you would agree on that. You, you're, I know you as my audience see that and agree with that. And so building this parallel economy, I know a lot of you are gonna be like, ding, ding, ding. We love those words because you know you've heard about this. Um, this can help us to defund these other companies, right? And it can also help create new business and and capitalism and all these things that we should love. So my guest today is Ray King and she is here to teach you on how we do this and to talk about this and the importance of this. So you're going to love this show today. I know it. Today is Wednesday, December 27th. I'm Tanya Joy and this is the Tanya Joy Show. Okay, well, we weren't shocked. Now, welcome back to the show. You as well, I'm so excited to have you both on the show. And I know we had such good uh, feedback and reception. General Flynn, what an jo- honor. Joshua, Joshua tracked me down in a big tent of about 4,000 people. How are you? I am doing so great. Hello, everybody. Thank God, I am wonderfully great. Hello. Thank you very much. Because... What is prayer? I'm just Jewish, you know what I mean? And I'm thrilled to be here with the two of you. <laughs> you too. It's like- and that's who these crazies, these evil ones. It is. You said it right. Good job. Perfect. All right. The Gibson sisters. We are so excited to have them on with us on Resistance Chicks today. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's time to rise. These people that get higher up, How? sometimes I've thought. These are glory days and not gloomy days. Like, I love that. <laughs> You know, it, it, it kind of works. What's awesome about the tour is people like you. Yeah. I love the applause. That's cool. There we go. Thank Hi, you. Joy. Everybody, welcome. We are so excited. Are you ready to get the show on the road? Let's go. All right. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so excited. My guest today is in marketing, writing. She's a PR professional. She teaches people how to change their lives by doing what they love and how they can work for themselves. 
She has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs around the world to teach them how to build a business, find their best customers, stop feeling overwhelmed, and get more work done in less time, which I am always looking to figure out. She is an MBA and has taught at university courses in e-commerce, international marketing, and managerial communication. So we are so excited to welcome Ray King to the show. Hello. How are you today? Hi. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me. Absolutely. It's so great. You know, when I read your bio and I was looking through all of your your information and preparation, I was like, sometimes I feel selfish when I do these shows because I'm like, this is fantastic. I have all these questions like this is right up my alley. And so I just love it. I'm, I'm excited for this conversation. So get why don't you start since you're new to my viewers? Give us the background. You know, I can read your bio, but give us in your words, your background, how you got here. I love everybody's backstory and finding out how they kind of got to the place where they're working now. Sure. So I um, had wanted to be a rock star, actually. <laughs> and um, I know. <laughs> and I uh, used to be in bands and things like that, but sort of fell into marketing kind of by accident and loved it and um, did music journalism and things like that. So I wanted to be able to combine a number of different things I did, uh, writing, marketing, PR, photography, design, and working for yourself is probably the best way to do that. Because as so many of us know, you work for a corporation, they want to stick you in a box, sometimes literally in a cubicle, and then sometimes also in a box as far as your skill sets. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I enjoy working with people, with entrepreneurs. I love the entrepreneurial spirit. And being an entrepreneur, it, it can be tough, but not as tough as a lot of people think. And once they know what to do, I always find once people kind of have the tools um, and they start using them, they, they'll come back to me and say, oh, I can do this. I'm like, I know you could. Yeah. I do it all along. <laughs> That's I, I seriously want to like talk with you after this because yeah. I feel like that's the space I've been in and I know I have you know sometimes I think people know they have that entrepreneurial uh, I don't know if that's the right way to pronounce that gene right it's like you have that thing in you where you you want to create and you you know whatever it is but then stepping into that is like so wait what now I was kind of kicked into it because I got fired from my job because of all the nonsense in our world and had no choice but to figure out well, what am I going to do? Knew I was not going back to corporate America. I didn't want to go back to that box. And then it's a journey. So that's fascinating. And I love that you have music and the creative side of you as well. So now in the midst of that, you kind of create, have you've been an entrepreneur yourself and creating your own things. And then how has that tied into this parallel economy and kind of seeing what's going on with that? I had quite a wake up call um, seeing what happened during COVID and I knew things were bad. I didn't realize until then just how bad and seeing how large corporations used basically their profits for influence to shut out small businesses and they all made, you know, even more Thanks. money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, it, it was, sickening honestly and i found it really disturbing and i thought no that that really um you know i had worked with entrepreneurs long before that uh -huh. but seeing seeing that whole situation really ramped up things for me um and the urgency <laughs> 
the urgency of how how quickly we need to really get ramped up because we've got some catching up to do yeah. and some some networks to build and there are a lot of wonderful people out there who are working very hard in contributing to building these networks but all of us can participate whether we're buyers or sellers so that's mm -hmm. the good news you don't have to start your own business you can participate as a buyer as well right supporting how what are what have been and this is i don't know if this is a question you can answer or not so feel free to say no like have you seen since 2020 the biggest hit on certain industries or certain areas where people would be able to normally have prior been entrepreneurs that are now way more difficult or vice versa you've seen in this area wow that lots of entrepreneurs all of a sudden showing up i can't say it's a very good question and i can't say i've noticed a major difference over that period of time what i've kind of seen is the the high the, the uh, industries that had higher barriers to entry kind of still do and okay. the ones that had lower barriers to entry kind okay. of still do um but yeah so that's kind okay. of and in a way maybe that's good news because i guess it means that um it's not an entirely new playing field it's right kind of what you kind of know what to expect so there's some comfort in that at least yeah that for sure for sure <laughs> wow so what do you think as far as what are you seeing how would you even describe for the because i know my viewers or some of them are gonna they're gonna know you know the this parallel economy uh they've got lots of thoughts on it and lots of ideas share how you would describe this parallel economy the way i look at it is um people who love freedom and don't want to be beholden to anyone else, to an employer, like a lot of people um, prior to this whole COVID situation um, were very happy in their jobs and were suddenly being told you have to do X, Y, and Z, or you're going to lose your job, mm -hmm. lose your livelihood, not be able to keep a roof over your head or your children's heads. And um, I think, the parallel economy really is um, sort of everybody, all these like-minded people and entrepreneurs coming together and saying, sort of, we're not going to take it anymore. Yeah. And we're going to build our own system that doesn't fund the bad behavior that we've witnessed so far and provides people with more freedom, not less. So that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. I love it. Do you, do you, um, foresee or have you kind of looked at also the financial aspects of how things may shift and change in the financial economy setting in in one particular way do you mean yeah like i know i've heard from people you know that'll talk about the parallel economy and they'll they'll be like you know uh because of the what's going on with cash because of the gold and silver right all of these things and so it it kind of brings up that concept of back how it was a long long time ago when it was more a barter system and that really i see it as now being an entrepreneur that really ties in hey i have this gift and this set of skills you have that set of skills how about if we help each other and I offer you my skills and you give me your, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, that's kind of part of this parallel economy, removing cat, you know, the transaction aspect, if you will, financially. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, so definitely I am seeing that. And one of the things I'm also seeing that I think is really cool is um, a lot of these entrepreneurs in the parallel economy, they're very aware of the central bank digital currency that appears to be coming down the pike. And they're, I'm finding that they are much more flexible and much more likely to accept payments other than cash because of in, that. in anticipation of this. Yeah. And so they're much more likely to accept cryptocurrency, gold and silver, yeah. you know, that, and then like you said, bartering kind of a thing. That's fantastic. What do you foresee? I mean, and what do you experience as you're working with entrepreneurs with the CBDC? We've talked about that a lot on the show here and um, deep dive, you know, deep dives into that. Um, what do you foresee is, it's like, you know, every day I feel like I'm waiting on bated breath, like, is it going to crash today? You know, is the internet going out? Oh, the internet stopped for a minute. Is it the moment? You know, what are your thoughts on all of that? No, I completely know what you mean. It's so, so silly um, to say it, but it's true. No, yeah, it's we're living in crazy times. And it's just so hard to know what to anticipate from minute to minute. So like when I'm working with clients, um, we're all kind of the same in the same boat as far as we're going to do the best we can with the information we have, go day to day, you know, plan for the worst, hope for the best, and kind of move forward doing that. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to have a network, each person okay. to have a network, connect with people, whether it's for business or just, you know, personally, because um, some bad things could be coming down the pike. And it's important to have people, you know, people you know you can trust they can yeah. trust you i think that's really important and it helps a lot with the business aspect of course right well what would you um how do you address as well because and i, I so my i'll give you a little backstory my little entrepreneurial whatever i've got multiple that's what happens i think when you're an entrepreneur then you have yeah. multiple you don't go from just i'm going to run this business now you have 12 or five or <laughs> like some days i'm like why am i doing this to myself i feel like i have all these businesses but so I, I do cookies. I'm a baker and I make custom cookies and cakes and things like that. And I have now recently had people contact and go, I love what you're doing on your show. And I see you're also a baker and I want to support you instead of, you know, the big chain bakeries or whatever, which I'm like, wow, I would not, I didn't even think about that when I, you know, started doing this, but then I will have some people that will go, well, how much is it? And then they go, well, I mean, I could just go to Walmart and buy for like this price. And I'm like, yeah, you could, but then you're putting your money into this and you don't know what's in the product and all this. How are you helping or what do you say to people when they go, but it's so hard to buy from these people because it's so much more expensive. I'm so glad you brought that up. That is the greatest point. And you, that scenario, I hear that all the time. I deal with it. It drives me crazy. I will say. Mm -hmm. It's, um. It's interesting because that does come up a lot because it's hard. You don't have the economies of scale that Nabisco has. So exactly. what are you going to do? So what I do find is because I've found that some people kind of look at it as if they're doing charity work. Right. Um, you know, sort of, well, you know, I'll buy from these entrepreneurs like I'm doing them a favor. It's like you're doing yourself a favor yeah. uh, because, first of all, looking at the big picture of you know, what kind of world do you want to live in? What kind of country do you want to live in? But also I have found the quality is much, much better. I actually sat down and 
working in marketing, I can be a bit of a numbers nerd sometimes. And I actually sat down and looked at what was I paying? I used clothing as an example. What was I paying for clothing items mm -hmm. that were less expensive? And then bought some more expensive clothing items and looked at the total cost of ownership. And the more expensive items lasted so much longer that even though they were more expensive, and this was when I was like in my 20s, you know, and the budget was so tight. And I found that the more expensive, clo expensive clothing items lasted much longer. Yes. So I was saving money by buying quality. Run. And I find that entrepreneurs, like, for example, I bet what you put into your baked goods is much better quality than what people will get other places. So it's yeah, like, there's no okay. preservatives. There's no mm -hmm. bioengineered foods. Exactly. So, you yeah. know, people could get it for less, but junk's not a bargain at any price. Right. So do they want to put junk in their bodies? And so that's one of the things like for your business, you know, definitely you want to highlight in anybody's business, you know, highlight how you, anything that differentiates you. All, and all those valuable kinds of things, because that is all added value that absolutely yeah. justifies the higher price because it's a better product. Yeah. So that's fantastic. That's great to know what that's. Yeah. And then do you find um, do you work with because I well maybe you do because you said within this parallel economy, we have the buyers and we have the sellers. Right. So do you get opportunities to work with the buyers, if you will, on that side of things? Um, people don't, you know, come to me specifically as buyers, but in working with sellers, we're constantly addressing the issue of buyers. Now in my personal life, when I'm talking to people, sure. always bringing that up, definitely. Um, and, and I try to emphasize the same thing to them. You know, I, like, for example, I started buying higher quality of food, you know, seeing what's being yes. done to our food supply. And yes, it's more expensive. And sometimes it's like, Oh, that is tough. But, you know, do you do you want to be healthy or do you not? Do you want to put poison in your body or or not? And if and they put the poison, if they put the poison in, you're going to end up sicker, which then is going to lead to doctor bills and antibiotics mm -hmm. and medications. And it becomes that never ending cycle. You know, I, I don't even know if this is always true, but it's that concept of you brought your car to be worked on. You picked it up and all of a sudden now it had another problem that's going to cost more money, you know, because they messed something up when they worked on it. It's that same, that absolute same, uh, concept for sure. Wow. Th this is fascinating. We're going to take a quick commercial break and y'all, we will be right back. Um, we, as, as we're talking about all of this, we have affiliates that we work with, with our show and they are small businesses. They're entrepreneurs. Every single one of them is somebody who went, I didn't want to be in the mainstream of corporate America, or I didn't want to be in main pharma, like our Verve spray vitamins. They went, we need vitamins that are going to get into our system quick. We need them to be clean, not filled with things so that you don't have to go to big pharma. You think of my pillow and the products and the items that he's creating and selling. It's all that same thing. And we work with them here at this show. And that's because we want to support them. And what you can do now as a buyer is you can support us and support them by purchasing through them. So we're going to have two minute quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back and continue talking with Ray. Government induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, political instability. 
All of these can have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. But they can also cause gold and silver to go up. Hi, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Buy gold, buy silver, buy now, but buyer beware. Precious metals companies are not created equal. As a PhD economist, I have been in the financial, economic, and precious metals business for three decades. The philosophy of my firm is people over profit. I encourage you to read my bio to learn more about me at kirkelliotphd.com. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, 401k, and outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets any longer. Call 720-605-3900 or visit KirkElliottPhD.com. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a moth from the gym, add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom feel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Good morning, everybody. Coffee Talk with Esther here. I want to talk to you about something fantastic. These sprays. Oh my gosh, you have to check them out. They're called Verve Spray Vitamins. And if you wake up and you don't feel well, you take one of these guys and you do eight squirts and you will be back to normal in less than 24 hours. It's pretty crazy. They have one for skinny if you wanna lose weight. It's vitamin B5. Again, five squirts. I'm gonna show you how easy. You open it like this. How easy is that? They taste great. There's nothing bad in them. You guys have to check these out. And you can get a discount with our code, B4A or Tanya Joy. They've got them in all sorts. They've got your daily vitamins. They've got the skinny. They even have a melatonin one that will help put you to sleep. Check them out now. You are going to love them. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for staying with us. This is a fascinating conversation today because we are in the days where a lot of people are creating their own businesses to get out of the corporations, to create their own wealth and to grow. And um, that's what we we're talking about here today. We're going to bring Ray back on in. And please remember, you can watch us Monday, Wednesday and Friday. 414. We've changed our schedule a little bit. So please make note. You can also catch sometimes we are doing coffee talk in the morning on Instagram. You can check that out as well. Let's bring Ray back in. Such a great conversation because this is so vital. I mean, I was thinking about that before the break and my affiliates, that's what they are. They're all entrepreneurs who are creating their own success. How do you walk someone through some something where they go, I feel like I'm supposed to do something else. I don't want to be in this big box, this big 
you know, cycle of things. And then how do they figure out what to do and how to do it? That's a great question. Um, and it's neat because I work with entrepreneurs at all levels, people who I work, work with some people who are already multimillionaires taking their business to the next level. And then people who know they want to do something, but they haven't even figured out what that something is yet. And I work with them on that and then everything in between. So for the people who know they want to do something, but they're not sure what the number one consideration is to look at the market and see what needs are out there that you can help people with. What problems can you help people to solve? One of the biggest mistakes I see people make is they'll say, well, I want to do this. And let's be honest, like all, all of us, you know, everybody's got lots of different talents. So there are typically a number of different things you could do. But one of the biggest mistakes I see people make is they will say, I want to sell this and then do a whole bunch of work and then discover there's no market for it. Mm. So that's backward. We don't want to do that. We want to look at the marketplace and see what needs are out there. That, that something that you would enjoy doing, some, something yeah. you could help people with and, and do it that way. Then you know there's a market that you're aiming for. That's fantastic. And I, I think we're also in kind of these days where sometimes there's almost new, because of what's happening in our world, there are new needs. I mean, there's mm -hmm. new things. There's new things to solve. There's new, like I have this baking business. I'm also a singer and an actress. Well, within that world, we, that's why I loved that you uh, were in a band, you know, that you had this rock. I, I'm not a rock singing actor, singer. I'm more Broadway style. Um, but it's true that like, even in that world, there's a million, right? I mean, there's a million people who want to be a singer. There's a million people who want to be actors and actresses. It's figuring out what is the area that's special that I can bring that somebody else can't bring and where is the need. And with our entertainment industry and with all the things we're seeing, there's a need for clean content. There's a need for family content again, where your families can sit around and watch TV together, you know, that like we used to in the fifties and sixties. Right. So it, that's such a great thing that the days we're in, there is kind of this new need for certain things. If you can figure that out. Mm -hmm. what are then the first steps after they do that? Someone comes to you and goes, okay, I have this, this idea of this product and you, yeah, that's great. We do need that. Then what, what are the next steps? And I don't want to give all of this away because I, I want people to make sure they come and work with you <laughs> as well. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but what would be kind of those, what are some of the key things, I guess you would say, as you're starting out, be aware of and, and, you know, process it this way versus another way? A lot of it is just getting to know your market, getting to know who are the people who are most likely to buy from you and really, really getting to know what keeps them up at night. What do they need? How exactly can you help them? Is there something you bring to the table that nobody else does? Like I mentioned earlier, you know, then you definitely want to highlight things like that. Um, and also, um, I don't know. I would say that's, that's like a really big piece. A another huge piece is perseverance. Just as you're exactly. getting to know your market, it's funny when you look at the different offerings out there that your prospective customers could, you know, different people they could purchase from. Sometimes people rise to the top and they're not necessarily the best and their products aren't necessarily the best, but they, so they often that happens. Mm -hmm. And they persevere and they 
sometimes it's just because they're the name that's most known, most well-known. Right. There's a lot to be said for getting out there and it can be uncomfortable. I understand, but getting out there, getting in front of your audience, really, that's why it's so important to know who your audience is because you don't want to be wasting your time advertising something and promoting something to people who just aren't interested. Right. Um, but I would say that's probably half the battle, just getting out there in front of people. And now you've got your new program, Online Liftoff. So mm -hmm. talk about that. And and also, I want people to know you can find out more about Ray and you can find out about what she's doing and download um, her free report, Seven Steps to Create an Online Program, over at businessachieversacademy.com, spelled all out as one word, businessachieversacademy.com. Okay, so yeah, share about this online liftoff and what this is about. So online liftoff was very much, very much came about because of all this COVID craziness. I thought, okay, well, I should have a program for people who um, maybe have a full-time job already, but after what they've seen are thinking, you know what, I, I don't want to have to answer to anybody else. I'm ready to be the boss. And, you know, if something else happens, you know, if somebody starts now, they can be starting to build this business and they don't have to quit their full-time job um, because that's not a luxury most people have. So it's right. designed for people to not have to do that. And it's designed for them to be able to work from home. Wow. Because if there's another, you know, pandemic, yeah. whatever they like try that, to do, mm -hmm. right. You know, for whatever reason, no one's allowed to go anywhere. Um, people uh, can work from home. Yeah. And if they want to spend more time with their family, again, it's just very convenient. And so in this program, we work through, you know, what is it someone could sell online, you know, some kind of program, ideally. And um, then they can, we, we talk about, okay, you know, what, what is it that they could offer online, shape that up into a program. And then, then they actually get to put that online. Um, I have someone I work with who wow. takes the recordings that people would make and puts it into a program format that they can then sell online and they can be promoting that. So, it's, so that that way, when they're finished the program, they have a completed product. They're ready to go basically. Yeah. And what do you say to people? And, and I mean, I, again, <laughs> I can speak from example of what I've done. Right. But like, you know, that are like, I don't have the money to start a business. You know, I don't have the, how, how am I going to start my own thing if I don't really have a bunch of money sitting in a bank to do this? It doesn't have to be hugely expensive. That was one of the reasons I also gravitated toward having a program where people could start a business online. So they don't have to buy equipment. Right. They don't have to buy, you know, it's not like they're starting a restaurant where, yes, the, the, that is hugely expensive. They're taking out loans. You know, if you start if you start selling a program online, using using what you already know, like mm -hmm. that's a really big emphasis for me is that you don't have to get any more certifications or degrees or anything like that. You already know things that other people don't know. Mm -hmm. You can monetize that. So that's, I really try to focus on that, you know, use what you already know to start yeah. making money, you know. And, Do you and also help people then also figure out the cost, right? Like the price point. How do you know how to price what it is? I mean, I find that even with the cookies. I just recently, because of everything that has happened with inflation, I just recent this month had to go and relook at my 
my cost analysis and go, I'm not, I can't do this at this cost. I have to increase it because I have to pay more, right? For things. So how do you um, help people figure out how to price themselves basically? So that comes up all the time. That is something we work on because it's important. You have to, there are a number of different things you want to factor in. And so part of, part of what you want to factor in is making it worth your time, obviously, because, you know, you, you've got to live and you should be paid, yeah. you know, for what you do. And when you're providing a quality product or service, absolutely, you should be paid for that. And so then we take a look at what else is out there. What are the price points? And this is one area where differentiation can make, a, you know, have a huge impact on the price. If you can you know, present your product or service in a way that people can clearly see it's superior to their other mm -hmm. options, mm -hmm. you really can charge more. And sometimes that, and again, this is where it really comes down to knowing your audience. Some audiences like that because they like to think, well, I have something exclusive. Yes. Not everybody can afford this. So sometimes right. it can work to your advantage, but you, there are a lot of different factors to that. So you just want to make sure if you are in a situation like that, that, you know, it would be a good fit for you. But um, we can, we look, so we look at things like that too. That's phenomenal because that, that's a hard one for me. I know I'm, mm -hmm. I'm the type of person where I've always, if there's something I know how to do and somebody needs it, I'm like, I mean, you could pay me to do it. Like, you know, I'm always like, how can I make money doing this? Like, that's always my mindset has been since I was very young. Like, oh, wait a minute, I should be able to do this and get paid while I do it. So how can we do that? You know, um, but it is difficult to the, to figure out. And I would think maybe you can address this. Uh, having enough self, uh, self-worth, self-value, self-view of yourself to recognize your worth that like, talk about that a little bit. I've seen that as I've learned to do little business things and I've, you know, listened to courses that seems to be a big area that people struggle. Mm -hmm. They do. It's true. And what I try to help people with is to kind of take the emotion out of it, which I know it's not easy to do. It's certainly easier said than done, but I find when I work with people and we're looking at the marketplace and we're looking at hard numbers and actual businesses. It becomes easier because you're dealing with facts now and numbers and you can really see how you stack up against your competition. And, you know, I, there was one woman I was working with and she, she was, she's just a very humble person. And, um, I said, look, let's sit down and look at this. And I'm going to write this down as we're talking. And I was sitting there with a calculator. We were monetizing different things. And when we started off the call, she said, well, you know, I don't really think I you know, bring that much to the table. And by the time we were done, she was laughing so hard <laughs> because I said, look at all you've done that you haven't given yourself credit for. <laughs> yeah. It was really fun and very funny. But she was like, I, I get your point now. She was like, okay, I got it. <laughs> it was a wow. fun exercise. Yeah. And it is, it's true. It's, I, I have that issue, you know? And, and then when you, when you, I think sometimes you have to almost remove yourself emotionally from it to be able to actually look and go, if this was a job somebody else is going to do, because you're providing a service or product 
but it's also your time. It's you doing it. So if you were at a company doing that, they're not going to just go, yeah, you're going to provide that, but we're not going to pay you for your time. They're going to go, okay, here's how much your how much is your time worth? You know, and and again, depending on the service, that's a big deal. That's something that I'm walking through right now as my little baking business is kind of growing. And I'm like, wait a second. You know, it, I, I want to be sure that I'm valuing the time that it takes to put into this because otherwise what you're doing doesn't become fun anymore. It becomes work. And then what's the point? I mean, you, you might as well go work for somebody else and throw that away. You know, mm -hmm. it's fascinating. What else would you say that we have not touched on that um, you would like to hit or highlight? I would just say, um, I always want to, want to encourage people. I find that people tend to be harder on themselves than they need to be. And I, I say to people so often, you know more than you think you know, and you're better than you think you are. And um, sometimes it takes some convincing as we work together, but then they can see, like I said, when you start really looking at it from a, through a marketing lens and looking at what, what else is out there, looking at your competition, sometimes people will say to me, oh, yeah, I wasn't giving myself enough credit. And I'm like, yeah, you should. But a lot of it is also down to presentation. So, you know, that plays a big role as well. It's a lot of fun because there are a lot of different factors. And as people start looking at them, because a lot of times people just don't know what to look at. It's hard because yeah. as an entrepreneur, we're always so close to our own business. Right. It can be, you know, I have to consult with other people sometimes on my business because I'm so close to it. I can't see, you know, nothing stands out anymore. So right. I have to go outside to somebody who's got, you know, a view of the business that I can't possibly have being this close to it. And working through that can be really fun. So people should, you know, believe in what they can do mm -hmm. and and go for it. You know, other people do it. Why not you? Right. That's how I look at it. And this was how our world was built originally. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is how. America was built. It was built on individuals that were entrepreneurs that had an idea and their idea became our electricity and our, our light bulbs and our cars and everything that we're living. If we don't continue to do that, we can't, we will one, be overtaken by robots, which, you know, we don't want. So we do definitely don't want that, but we need to keep coming up because that, you know, someone listening or watching they could have the idea that's going to be the next light bulb or whatever you want to say. And so don't ever stop coming up with those ideas and being an entrepreneur. And we live in a country where we're able to still do that. Hopefully we will always be able to still do that. Um, but we want to divert. We want to get our eyes away from this big corporation, big business and get back. We've got to make sure we maintain these small individual uh, entities and, and businesses that are coming out of nowhere. It's important to support them. It's important to engage with them. So, you know, find them in your town, find out who's the baker in your town, you know, support mm -hmm. them. Don't go to Walmart and buy your, your things or whatever it might be. Um, just fascinating. So again, Ray, tell people where they can find you again. So my website is businessachieversacademy.com and I have a free report there and it's right on the homepage and it walks you through ideas to kind of get your own business 
going, you know, your own, your own online business going. And so I hope that, you know, there might be something helpful in there for people. And if they want to work with me, they can contact me through the website. And there's more information there about what I do and how I help people. Awesome. And then they can find you on most social media as Ray King, Ray underscore King at Twitter. Um, it's fascinating, you guys. This is the days that we're in. We've got lots of entrepreneurs out there and a lot of people that are really starting to create their own business. And it's the way to do it, is I think. I, I'm telling my kids, find what you do and create your own business. Don't go, you could go work for someone to learn, but then do your own, create your own. It, it's the best way. Oh, this is fascinating. Thank you so much, Ray, for joining us. It's wonderful to know you and have, have your wisdom and knowledge on here. Hang tight. And we are going to finish this show off here. You guys, thank you so much again for joining us today. As you know, we end every day every show with a scripture. And so today's is Colossians 3:17. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. I thought that was very fitting as we're talking about entrepreneurs and what you're getting ready to do. As always, thank you for watching. You can find out more about me or the show at tanyajoy.tv. That's T-A-N-I-A-J-O-Y dot TV. You can also find my some of my music stuff and acting stuff over there. Please remember to share this show to your friends and family. That's how we get the word out. That's how um, this can continue to grow. Thanks again. God bless you all. And we will see you on the next show. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Beauty for Ashes with Tanya Joy. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you've enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and remember you were created for such a time as this.